0: Into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. I'm Sue Meyer. Today, we're going to talk about a really interesting group of remedies. It's called the Arachnida remedies or the spiders and scorpions group of remedies. There's been a lot of talk in the last three years since basically the, um, 2019 flu (laughs) COVID or whatever you want to call it has come through. And so then a lot of these remedies we've been using more so than in the past, I think. So I, I wanted just to talk about them because I've had a few, um, occasions lately to look at these remedies when I haven't looked at them before, simply because of some of the, um, the symptoms that people have been left with after spider or wood tick bites and some and they haven't been feeling as well or they've got some sepsis or bacterial type infections that are recurring all the time so all of these are reasons that we might want to look at the spider or scorpion remedies so with that i just want to talk a little bit about the animal kingdom now we have different groups of remedies we have plant remedies uh, remedies that are made from different types of plants we have mineral remedies in other words um remedies that are triturated and made from different metals or minerals from the earth and then we have the animal kingdom which are all sorts of we have remedies that are made from actual whole animals dried in whole animals or the milk from particular animals or the venom from particular animals or insecta insect or the arachnida group of remedies, the spiders or venoms, the reptiles. So they all belong to the animal kingdom of remedies. And it's a whole study in and of itself. And Rajan Sankaran has really put together a lot of good information for the different kingdoms. Now, homeopaths have been separating the kingdoms for hundreds of years, (laughs) And so, and the language has come down from, you know, different popular authors all the way down. And today, the homeopaths of today are doing such a fantastic job of helping us to understand when we might look at using some of these different remedies, plant, mineral, or animal remedies. And so I'm not going to get into all of that today, but I do want to just say that Rajan Sankaran says that the arachnida, it's it's a group of spider remedies, natural behavior. They they tend to have the mental symptoms of these particular remedies are of intense space and speed, hyperactive, busy, always moving. They're quick and with constant movement. They tend to have a life a short lifespan, or they feel they have a short lifespan. Their territory is defined, in that, and once that's invaded, then they may become symptomatic. So it's they might be attention-seeking and mischievous. Um, I have found that they're extremely beautiful. Um, they love to dance. They love music. They love colors. Very rhythmic. Um, so that would be the mental. That would be like a constitutional-type remedy for someone needing this particular remedy. But people can also go into that state when they have been in need of this remedy. It's very, very interesting. They may feel caught or trapped. they worry about deceit, impulsive aggression, suddenness or sudden urges, sudden death, sudden fear of death. So these are just some different keywords that might come up in a in a particular case take. but that, like I say, we're not talking about case taking. I just want to make you aware of the fact that we have these remedies, and we we don't utilize them like like maybe we could, but for the general public that listen to my podcasts i just want you to be aware that there are such a rem- that there are such remedies and so with that we're just going to go through we're just going to talk a little bit about it what's interesting is that this arachnida group of remedies includes different types of spiders we have the spiders that spin webs we have the spiders that have their nests on the ground and, and like a funnel but this group also includes scorpions uh, false scorpions, mites, and ticks. And with that, um, we'll just kind of talk about this a little bit, because when COVID hit, I believe it was Jeremy Scher, and there were some other homeopaths around the world, because so many people were having having issues with exposure to particular vaccine, or having been exposed to those who were maybe expressing the fact that they had been vaccinated. And so these symptoms were, it's like a live vaccine type of situation when oral polio was being used and and somebody could get that oral polio or they could get polio just from being exposed to that live virus. So, and because everything has been so um, untested, so to speak, and the different symptoms that were floating around, a lot of people found that the scorpion remedy, Bootha's, which, like I said, Jeremy Sherry had made the suggestion that people start using that for some of the symptoms that they were experiencing with their blood, with the coagulated blood or the blood clots from women who suddenly started having miscarriages. The midwives were claiming that um, miscarriage rate had gone up 400%. And I can honestly say that from my where I sit, that's exactly what I noticed as well. And a lot of the healthy women that were not expecting started to ha- suddenly have problems with their menses and different things like this. And so the remedy from made from scorpion was extremely helpful, helpful. And like I said, how many of us stop to think about the fact that it belongs to the arachnidic group of remedies. So knowing that now it's really interesting because we actually have two really popular Scorpion remedies in our materia medica. And one of them is called Androcnus. And that is made from actually the whole scorpion. They actually took the whole scorpion and made a remedy from that particular, um, or spider or scorpion. And so some of the interesting things, and we'll talk about this further. And we're, I'm, I'm taking this, this podcast and we're going to a little bit deeper when we do our mini training because I have have a small mini training here for our members about these particular remedies and some of the clinical things that you would look at using that particular remedy for and so um and I'll there I'll tell if maybe a couple of stories as well because i all i have I do not have a wide variety of stories to tell when it comes to the arachnida group of remedies. but what I do understand and what I have experienced in my short I say my shorts because I've only been really working doing homeopathy for about 25 years. And so some of these people have been doing it their entire life have great stories. And that's why I wanted to mention too, there's a book by Jonathan Hardy. It's called spider and scorpion remedies in homeopathy. And that is a book I would recommend if you're interested in these types of remedies, because he has even case studies in there. Um, I will say that this book is often out of print. So Good luck getting it. But he, like he says, uh, these remedies are often mistrusted, sometimes loathed. These creeping, crawling creatures are are among the most distinctive animal remedies in the homeopathic materia medica. Like I said, that's not the first remedy we're going to reach for. Because even when I was learning homeopathy, we were taught that when in doubt, reach for a plant remedy. And then a mineral remedy. And lastly, a f- animal remedy. And so I remember in my classical training, that was that was why I did that. Now I pay m- so much attention to like the language that a person gives me, you know, their mind symptoms, things like this. But um, the average person just learning about homeopathic remedies, they're just gonna look at those clinical things that a remedy is used for. And just that just helps to build their mind around what kind of remedies would I need to have on hand in case of what. And then, you know, like I said, when in doubt, always call a homeopath. There's a lot of schools that have students literally on call 24-7 that um, are being overseen by a good supervisor, a homeopathic supervisor. And they can help you with acutes and even chronic situations. And at they're at your disposal most All the time, most people like to find a good homeopath to work with for themselves and their families. That they that that's like their doctor, okay. But sometimes we aren't able to find a good homeopath. That's why we need more good homeopaths. But anyway, so um, Androcanus is an is a really good remedy. For uh, many symptoms, but the one that they have found the most helpful. And this is the one, like I said, this boothis australis, the scorpion venom. And that is the one that they used during a lot of times during this um, COVID. And when people have were exposed to the vaccine, not even just given the vaccine, but exposed to those who had had the vaccine. And some people were sensitive and some people weren't. And so it, it's really interesting how much this remedy really did help them so enough of that i just wanted to bring that up because it's 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 very interesting and also as far as the spiders go because we're going to talk about these in our mini training more um, in more depth but there are just a few and like i said i don't want to butcher their names too bad (laughs) but i'm going to even though i practice saying them all the time it doesn't seem to help because i just forget right away but the arania didama that is actually the papal cross spider and then we have the Arania expola, and that is um, the cross spider. And all of these, and if if you're familiar with the part of a country where these spiders come from, and next I'll talk about the clinicals later, but you can look them up yourselves too. And any Materia Medica or even online. The Ariana sinensia, the gray spider. That remedy comes up quite a bit for different infections and things like that. Then we have—I'm not going to see—I'm not going to go through all of them, but we have the latrodectus mactans, and this is the one that most people are really familiar with. That is the black widow spider, and oddly enough, this is an amazing remedy for persons like with heart problems, constrictions of the chest, the um, pain in the axilla that runs down the left arm. It's a—it's a, it's a it's angina pectoris. It's one of the most popular remedies for angina pectoris. And then we have. Um the, the Lactroductus has Lottie, and that is a black spider. And oddly enough, that is a huge, huge remedy for blood poisoning. And this is one of the things that I've noticed since the last three years of different ailments coming on, is a lot of people have bacteria in their system and it leads to blood poisoning or sepsis or you know, other skin ailments where there's there's infection in the in the skin. And so I like the septicemia that, um, but the chronic blood poisoning, and this is a very good remedy to look at when it's just not going away. And it seems to be constantly returning because this is one of the things about the spider remedies is that there's the periodicity, whether it's every 24 hours or every year or every 21 days, there is the fact that um, people have their nervous system has been affected by something. And so it's, an amazing remedy when there's especially when there's a lot of anxiety which seems to be kind of rampant in the world today we have laxalis reclusa which is the brown recluse spider and again there's a the list of clinicals we'll discuss in the mini training for the, for the members another one that i find really really interesting and this one is is the black cuban spider this is the Mygali um lestora the mygala lestora remedy and this is really huge for gangrene, trembling, it's um, the infections, uh, that mostly the, the twitching though. This is where the, the facial muscles twitch, the head drops to the side and twitch, and twitches to the shoulder. It's famous for the trembling in the Korea or the ticks that have developed after one has been bit by maybe a wood tick or gotten an infection or been stabbed by a... a Sliver and then they develop an infection, and then these things come about because we are always afraid of tetanus. Every time we get a puncture wound, we're always afraid of tetanus, but we can get puncture wounds from any kind of stings, bites, um, external wound that can allow a bacteria into our body, and we can end up with the type of infection that is needed. And the only place we're going to find that is one of these particular spider remedies. But like I said, we always use the regular infection remedies first. We have little infection kits in our, um, in our members corner, but we always talk about infection. We have podcasts about this. You know, the two famous infection remedies are either mercurius or hepersulf. We like to give pyrogenium to f- affect the blood, silica to get anything out that's in there. We can address it with a strep nosode or staph nosode or things like this. There's, there's if I look up for the, you know the if it's affecting the lymph system or the mammary glands, so all these different things. We always use the most common first, but if there's still we still end up with this periodicity. We can look at these spider remedies. Okay, and of course we have the tarantulas, um, and again the twitching, the the restless leg syndrome, all these different things that we have with tarantula hispanica but then the sepsis again with the tarantula cubanus so it's you know it's, it's just nice to know about these remedies um it's nice to be able to look them up and really be able to understand homeopathy and the wonders of homeopathy i also wanted to talk about these ticks because there's so many people with all sorts of new diseases from ticks now i'm sorry that ticks have been around forever why are we suddenly having so many more problems and diseases. Is it because our immune system is compromised? Is it because there's really more things out there that um, that we're not we've never seen before? Who knows? But the point is, is there's a lot of people that will be get have been getting bit by ticks and getting different diseases. And we will talk about those diseases in the mini training as well. But the point is, is these diseases are bacterial infections, bacterial disease infections that come in through a tick bite. But like I said, you can get them through a sliver if that sliver had bacteria on it or from some other bites. So it's okay. It, if you have a puncture wound, you do lead them. You, use, you can use the deer tick remedy or you can use Boroburg remedy or you can use um, silica, whatever, kind of, whatever your symptoms are. We look at the symptoms and we treat the symptoms. But what I have found is that people who have been getting bit in animals getting bit by wood ticks and they suddenly develop a, like almost a gangrenous ulcer and then it breaks open and it weeps. Horrible, horrible greenish colored discharge, or they develop a tick or some other neurological symptom. And so Like I said, the regular infection remedies will hold it, will get it under control, but it keeps recurring is what I have found with some of these, like the animals, especially that are outside getting ticks all the time. And so then when you use a spider remedy for infection, for the sepsis, for this blood poisoning, it really, it seems to really help the situation and, and get that under control so that it's not constantly recurring again. So I just wanted to bring this up because like I said, it's so interesting how we can use different homeopathic remedies. And a lot of times homeopathic remedy will get things under control and it'll just take care of it. Other times it'll get it under control. But then again, if it comes back, let's look at a deeper picture or a deeper pathology that may have occurred. And like I said, I don't encourage people to go around using spider remedies on their own, but like I said, if any of this is resonating with you, that Hey you know what that's what happened to me that's what happened in our family i'm going to call my homeopath and i'm going to see if they can help me figure this out because you know we're not stupid we're supposed to use our intellect and so we use our own intellect and then we we get help from someone who might be a little more knowledgeable in the situation so that's it that's all i really wanted to bring up to the surface here is that you know there's another whole group of remedies to check out folks and this study is fascinating so, with that, may God bless you and yours. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website com, and join us right here at com. Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength and wisdom.